Hello, friends, and welcome to the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host for this little musical variety hour featuring 78 RPM records from my collection. It's music from the first half of the 20th century. I'm feeling in something of a 1920s and 30s mood today, and I've pulled out an assortment of dance bands and vocalists from that era for us to listen to, and we're going to start with a record by The Blue Liars. This was a Burt Ambrose organization, led first by Arthur Lally, but by the time this record was made in London in December of 1932, leadership had been handed over to Peter Rush. Sam Brown is the vocalist, the ubiquitous and wonderful Sam Brown, and the song is called Goodness Me. way to open up today's shellac stag program that was bert ambrose's blue liars the vocalist was sam brown and the selection goodness me recorded in london on december 1st 1932 it was issued on the regal xonophone label mr772 that's a recent acquisition for me i picked that up a couple months ago when i was on a trip to japan yes of all places i found that down in shizuoka japan near mount fuji it's a british pressing of a british band that 
somehow found its way to Japan. And now, here it is with me in the States. <laughs> I had fun carrying that back on the plane, believe me. Well, let's continue now with some more records of the 1920s and 30s. Today's very loose theme here on the Shellac Stack. We're going to start off next with Johnny Green and his orchestra, under the pseudonym of Bob Causer and his Cornellians. This is a banner record made in New York on December 4th, 1934. One of my favorite vocalists is here, Chick Bullock. The song by Cole Porter is You're the Top. by Strauss. You're a Bendel bonnet, a Shakespeare sonnet, you're Mickey Mouse. You're the Nile, you're the Tower of Pisa, you're the smile on the Mona Lisa. I'm a worthless check, a total wreck of flop, but if baby I'm the bottom, you're the top. Thank you. 
buddies in the trees sing their pretty melodies. You're the one they want to please. Everybody loves you. All the little butterflies look at you with jealous eyes. I suppose they realize everybody loves you. And in a little bed, all the flowers I see just droop their little heads when they see you with me. I can see the sunny sun that keeps you when the day is done. No, I'm not the only one. Everybody loves you. record just kind of simmers along on low heat. <laughs> it's a good record, but uh, I think I might prefer the Jacques Renard version of that song, which was how I first came to know it. The song was called Everybody Loves You. That was the Broadway broadcasters on a perfect record. In this case, the discography suggests that the Broadway broadcasters is really Sam Lannan's orchestra. It's easy to overlook the wonderful piano solo that's going on behind Scrappy Lambert's vocalist. I don't know who the pianist is, I'm tempted to think it might be Arthur Shutt, but it's it's kind of hard to tell. But whoever's playing the piano is just all over the keyboard behind the vocal, but also, unfortunately, almost inaudible for most of it because so much prominence is given to Scrappy Lambert's vocal. Anyway, that was recorded in New York City on or about October 16th, 1928. Perfect number 15057. Before that, a lovely record of Cole Porter's You're the Top, with vocalist Chick Bullock. That was Johnny Green and his orchestra in December of 1934, a banner record. Well, for those of you just joining us, welcome again. This is the Shellac Stack. My name is Brian Wright, your host. If you're enjoying the program and you'd like to write to me, my email address is shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Feel free to send along any requests you may have or comments or suggestions. I welcome those as well. Up next, I've got something of a sleeper title. That is to say, anybody looking through a crate of records might find this and not think too much of it because the title isn't exactly one that jumps out and grabs you. It's called Too Tired. I first heard this on a record by Jan Garber and his orchestra on the Victor label. That's really a terrific record. I liked it so much that I suggested it to my friend Rich Connady, who put it on one of those big broadcast CDs. Well, this is not 
the Jan Garber version, this is a record of the tune made by Bob Herring and his orchestra, on or about December 15, 1924. It's Cameo 640. After that, we'll turn to Cass Hagen and his orchestra on the Edison label. Yes, I'll throw that little lateral vertical switch and we'll listen to an, a, a vertically recorded acoustic Edison record from February of 1927. The song by Joseph McCarthy and Harry Tierney is called The Kinkajou. It's Edison 51959. But to start us off, here's Bob Herring in the orchestra with Too Tired. <laughs>
Most other renditions I've heard of that song, the Kinkajou, take it at a bit of a quicker tempo. Probably the most famous recording of the Kinkajou, (laughs) if there are any famous recordings of it, is the one by Nat Shilkrit and the Victor Orchestra. That's the first one that I encountered, and it is indeed a bit snappier. This one sounds quite relaxed by comparison, but in my mind, no less tasty. If the arrangement sounds like something special, something a little out of the ordinary... It's because it was by then 19-year-old Lenny Hayton, who was pianist in Cass Hagen's orchestra. He had joined Cass Hagen when he was just 18. Apparently, the two of them had been boyhood friends, and he started writing arrangements for Cass Hagen and quickly drew the attention of bandleader Paul Whiteman, who soon would scoop him up to join his own orchestra. Incidentally, this was Cass Hagen's very first recording session. He made it for the Edison label on February 18, 1927. He would make only one other disc for the Edison label, and all other Cass Hagen records came out on Columbia. The song, The Kinkajou, comes from the show Rio Rita, which I believe had opened earlier in 1927. It was made into a film in 1929, and the film exists. I haven't seen it, but apparently it gets shown sometimes on Turner Classic Movies. Although, from what I understand, the sequence for The Kinkajou is missing from most circulating prints. There is a very blurry transfer of it up on YouTube. You can actually see a chorus line doing the kinkajou dance, and for a while they look like they're swimming, they've got their arms out in front of them, and then they all bunch up around the lead singer and point their fingers around, and (laughs) it looks like fun. If you're so inclined, you might go on YouTube and look up the kinkajou dance from Rio Rita. Before that, we heard from Bob Herring and his orchestra, Cameo 640 from December of 1924, the song was Too Tired, and quite a bit hotter than the title might lead you to believe. Well, we're going to turn next to a couple of well-known vocalists of the late 1920s, at least they were when this record was made. Jim Miller and Charlie Farrell seem to have been quite prolific on record, and I would assume on radio as well. This is Victor 21984 from April of 1929. The song is On a Summery Night. We'll follow that with Ruth Edding, one of the most popular female vocalists of the era, a Columbia record from 1931. The song is Say a Little Prayer for Me. But first up, here are Jim Miller and Charlie Farrell. Now you can go where you please and be as free as a breeze. 
sleep on a summery night And there is many a spot where you can linger a lot on a summery night How can anyone be gloomy on a night in June When it's nice and bright and roomy under the moon Now there is love in the air for every lovable pair on a summery night And you can count on a kiss, for how can anyone miss on a summery night? That's the time you're glad you're living, and the world is quite all right. Or you can go where you please, and be as free as a breeze on a summery
Before we kiss goodnight And while I hold you tight Say a little prayer for me nice. It's hard to listen to a record like that and not get at least a little bit nostalgic. I sort of imagine a scene in 1931. I'm sitting in a kitchen and something good is cooking on the stove. (laughs) Yeah, go figure. There's food involved. But no, against the wall is a radio, one of those old cathedral-style radios, and it's on and emitting a warm glow. And over the airwaves from a radio studio somewhere comes the voice of Ruth Edding sounding a little bit like that. That's Say a Little Prayer for Me. She recorded that in New York on April 16, 1931 for the Columbia label, record number 2454. Before that, a Victor record from 1929, the team of Jim Miller and Charlie Farrell. The song was On a Summery Night. And that's summery, of course, as in the season, and not as in a condensed explanation of something. Well, this seems as good a time as any to dip into the shellac stack virtual mailbag here. I've had a few letters over the last few weeks from listeners and friends, and I'd like to start with a little note from Gary, who wrote to me after hearing Barney Google on the shellac stack a few weeks back, and he alerted me to a product in the 1970s, a peanut butter spread with different flavors, cinnamon, banana, whatever mixed in, called Kugel. And apparently their marketing campaign was... Kugel with the cuckoo googly eyes. And sure enough, the packaging featured big googly or googly eyes on it. It's interesting to me that some 50 years after Barney Google was a popular song, that people would remember it well enough to base a whole advertising and marketing campaign on it, but <laughs> such seems to be the case with Google. So thanks, Gary, for pointing that out. Also, I'd like to say hello to John in Montgomery, Alabama, who wrote with a request. He asked for something called the Man of the Carousel. Well, unfortunately, I don't have that, or at least I couldn't put my hands on a copy, but John did also send another request for the song Singing in the Bathtub. Now, that I do have on several 78s. The one I pulled out is by Alfredo and his band. They recorded this in London in April of 1930, and this is an unusual record because it's a fair bit smaller than the standard 10-inch 78, This one is, I think, about 8 inches in diameter. It's a little bigger than your average 45, but it's also smaller than a regular 78. This is on the Edison Bell radio label, number 1331. Hal Swain is the uncredited vocalist. The song again, Singin' in the Bathtub, for John in Montgomery, Alabama. 
After that, we'll turn to Johnny Hamp's Kentucky Serenaders, a real sprightly number called Is It Possible That She Loves Me? Franklin Bauer is the vocalist on that one. It was recorded in New York on June 29th, 1927. But we're going to start with the waltz. Yes, it's a nice one, though. Louis James is the vocalist on a song called School Day Sweethearts, played by Nat Shilkert and the Victor Orchestra. It's Victor 20464 from December 28th of 1926. Thank you. 
once again Watching all my troubles go swinging down the drain Sing into the soap song, life is full of hope You can sing with feeling, while feeling for the soul Oh, a ring around the bathtub isn't so nice to see But a ring around the bathtub is a rainbow to me Reaching for the tower, ready for the rub Everybody's happy when singing in the tub
From June of 1927, that was Johnny Hamp's Kentucky Serenaders, Is It Possible That She Loves Me? Before that, Alfredo and his band, by request for John and Montgomery, Alabama, we heard Singing in the Bathtub, and we started off with Nat Shilkrit's orchestra, School Day Sweethearts. If you'd like to join John and get in on the fun, you can send your requests to shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. And while you're free to request a specific record, it might be more fun if you just request a song that you want to hear or maybe something by a particular artist. Anyway, if I'm going to squeeze in these last few records on today's show, I better get with it. So up next, we're going to hear from Louis James singing with Shilkrit's Rhythmelodists. This is a Victor record from September of 1928. The song is Just a Sweetheart. Thank you. 
have you to remember When I grow too old to dream Your love will live in my heart So kiss me, my sweet And so let us part And when I We started that little set with Louis James singing with Shilkrit's Rhythmelodists something called Just a Sweetheart. It came from the production Battle of the Sexes. That was recorded in Victor's Church Studio in Camden, New Jersey on September 23, 1928. After that, Jules Herbevo and his orchestra recorded in Chicago on November 23, 1927. Ubiquitous Frank Silvano, the vocalist there, on Just a Little Kiss from a Little Miss. Brunswick 3734. It's a good record. And we finished up the set with Smith Ballou and his orchestra, one more waltz for good measure, When I Grow Too Old to Dream. A song written by Romberg and Hammerstein that had quite a long life. That was recorded in New York City on January 8, 1935, Conqueror 8472. And now, if I don't dawdle, I think we can squeeze in one more record on today's program, recorded in London on April 15th. 1932, here's Henry Hall and the new BBC Dance Orchestra with Nobody Else But Elsie.
but Elsie Who has me gazing at the moon Singing a sentimental tune Who makes December seem like June Nobody else but Elsie When she's in my arms it's perfect bliss How can I resist her smile? She knows how to make a good night kiss Last the longest while With a million miles above Everyone else they've written of Who glorifies that thing called love Nobody else but Elsie up the shellac stack with a record that comes pretty close to swing, I think. That was Henry Hall directing the new BBC dance orchestra, Val Rosing the vocalist for Nobody Else But Elsie, recorded in London on April 15, 1932. That was British Columbia record CB450. And that is all there is for this edition of the shellac stack. Before I go, a quick reminder that you can reach me by email, if you so desire, by writing to shellacstack at gmail.com. Again, that's shellacstack at gmail.com. Also, may I remind you that the program is podcast a number of places, and if you enjoy the program, I'd be very grateful if you might take a moment to write a review, whether that be at iTunes or any other podcasting service where you may hear this program. Again, thanks for your reviews. And as always, thanks for your referrals to family and friends who you think might enjoy hearing this program as well. I'm always grateful for your help in spreading the word about this music. I think it's good music. If you're listening, chances are you think it's good music, and hopefully there are other people who would think so as well. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Shellac Stack. Thanks, as always, for listening. I hope we'll see you back here next time when we'll do it all over again with a different stack of records. Until then, take care, and bye-bye. (laughs) 